Now let's. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or just so happen to find this recording, and welcome to the Marvel Men Podcast, a show where a bunch of us nerds talk all things related to the Marvel Cinematic Universe 24-7-365. I'm your co-host, Tommy DeVito, joined by my other co-host, Zach Benicillo. What up, dude? And, and Alex DiCarlo. What is up, everybody? How are we doing today? I am good. How are you guys? We're doing good. Just uh, Just chilling like villains right now. Yep. So today we're actually going back to Quantumania for a little bit. So I guess you consider this our part two review because some new information about the movie has come out. Essentially, like the original ending, and we're also going to be going over some theories that we've been seeing circulating online. We figure Ooh. since Quantumania is still in theaters, may as well. Yeah, we may as well uh, look them over today, and uh, and also while we're at it, we may as well look into some uh, some interesting theories about uh, about what lies next for the MCU. And to yes. be more precise, what lies ahead in the multiverse saga? Exactly. So first up, director Peyton Reed has come out and revealed the original ending for the movie. Because in case you didn't know, about a month before the movie came out, the movie had a very different ending, which was much darker, which was the ending that people were expecting. Because people, that's what I will say, even an issue I had with it was the ending. Like, I felt like there were there weren't seemed to be too many consequences and... It felt like a forced happy ending. So yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. So get ready for this. And actually, from what from what uh, Peyton Reed was saying about the original ending, uh, the original ending was going to consist of Scott and Hope getting trapped in the quantum realm until they can find a way out, courtesy of Avengers: The Kang Dynasty, which which we'll get to later on in the episode. So because I think from what Jeff Loveness the the writer for Quantumania and now is writing the script for Kang Dynasty. I think he has a lot to say on that, but we'll get to that later on. Yes. So the original ending was a, is it's consisted of everything in the movie happened the same up until even the part when Kang was beating the shit out of Scott. Battle scene Oof. happened the way it was hope then goes back through the portal and starts shooting Kang, but starts to try attempts to fight Kang and this original ending then Kang overpowers her and starts beating the crap out of her too. Both of them insanely wounded, unaware if they're dead or alive. Kang then walks out of the portal and it and it closes, leaving Hope and Scott trapped in the quantum realm, unaware if they are if they are alive or dead. If if Kang and I had just beaten the shit out of them, and Cassie trying to reopen the portal but not being able to, ending it with with her, Hank, and Janet realizing we realizing that they will find a way to get them out and then and kang escape now free from the quantum realm well the variant we saw the exile Kang. i'll say this i enjoyed quantum mania but i like this ending better yeah i mean if that would have stuck to its original ending or actually if if kang was uh was still sucked into the, the multiversal engine core but scott and hope were still trapped in the quantum realm that would that would have been uh that would have been much more darker if you ask me. I agree. I think the dark ending would have worked a little better, especially because like, also Peyton Reed also did confirm that Kang or was it or was it the writer? I don't remember which one confirmed it. That Kang, uh, Jeff Loveness. Jeff Loveness, or it was Jeff Loveness. It was one of those two confirmed that maybe that just said that Kang the the exile Kang may not be dead. Which leads uh, to the theory I said from uh, from last time, where uh, where the exiled Kang could actually become uh, 
Victor Timely in Loki season two, but we don't know that for sure. So, so we'll just have to wait for it uh, until it drops on Disney plus. Which at this point we don't know. Cause originally it was supposed to be summer, but then things are getting delayed left and right. And now we hear that secret invade and we don't know when secret invasion is coming out. So. But at least we do know is that, is that guardians of the galaxy volume three is still on track to, to come out on May 5th, but I don't really, we're not talking that. about that right now. So. Yeah. I don't see there's a reason to delay that, but yeah. So, so yeah, so Zach, Zach, what say you on this original ending of the movie? Okay, I think it would have been nice for Marvel to take risks, and I, I, I really wish they would have gone back to taking risks on ending on a cliffhanger, which with we will leave so many people guessing. I agree. Yeah, it could have been like this big like yes cheer mm-hmm. moment if we revealed oh they were oh oh Scott's alive. In Kang Dynasty, all of a sudden we see someone, and we see Scott sit standing there. They're okay. I'm like, yes, he's alive. That would have been such a big cheer moment. That would have been so awesome. Oh yeah, that would have been that would have that would have had much more impact uh, on the film itself. Yeah, like I think, especially they filmed this like about a month before the movie came out. So I'm curious as to why the change. Why would they change it? Because this was a great ending. This really could have saved the movie. Hmm. Because like, like I enjoy Quantumania, but this ending is better. Like one of the things I think people praise Infinity War is that they they lost in the end, in the sense where Thanos yep. got all the stones and wiped out half the universe, leaving us on a huge cliffhanger. Like Kang escaping, even if he didn't escape, Hope and Scott trapped in the quantum realm, unaware if they're dead dead or alive. That's a good, that's a big cliffhanger, and Cassie not being able to get them. Oh yeah, definitely. And I think, and I think somewhere after that, I was gonna say, I feel like we should get into the into some of the theories that have been laid out courtesy of Quantumania. Now, now, if anything, I feel like I should uh, start this one off to because I've been reading this theory from uh, from comicbook.com, who also who also have a podcast of their own for Marvel called the Phase Zero Podcast. You should check it out. It's on all streaming platforms. So, anyways, um, from what from what I've read on the website respect recently, um you tell. it says that the that the theory states that the Council of Kangs may have been influencing all of the heroes in the MCU so far, starting with phase four. Makes sense because the multiverse wasn't open yet, so hence there was no council. It was just one one Kang. Yeah, but actually, if you think about it. Given the fact that he who remains has been has been creating the sacred timeline and keeping all his other variants at bay, the theory states that his that his variants were were influencing many of the MCU's heroes. Like, uh, for example, like Doctor Strange, Wanda, Spider Man, and you know all that all those all those kind of kinds of people. Interesting, yeah, because I remember seeing a theory that Kang is going to be revealed to be the author of the Darkhold. Hmm. Which I would that have rather Shathan, like Wong said, but that's just me. That could... If that is the case, then I don't know how that... I don't know how that's going to go down. I think but, it would receive backlash. Yeah, I think that would receive some backlash if you ask me. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. But, on, but... But from what the theory... When I saw that theory, I think it would make some. I think it would make sense if you asked me because when we were watching uh, the Quantumania mid credit scene, Immortus was telling the others that that they in quotes are beginning to tamper with the multiverse. Because if you think about it, 
a lot of the MCU's heroes so far have been tampering with the multiverse. That is true. Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, Wanda. Scarlet Witch. Yeah. And now, and now Ant-Man and the Wasp and actually Loki as well because because uh, Loki because the show Loki has been uh, has been tampering with the multiverse a lot so okay also one thing I do want to know though Peyton Reed also did come out and confirm the three Kangs we saw in from the Council of Kangs like the three main ones we focused on were in fact Amortis was the one with the purple face that was in fact Amortis so that is Nathaniel Richards well we don't know that yeah true the one in the King Tut outfit is Rama Tut and the cybernetic one, which nobody, even in our theater, I heard a bunch of people saying, "Who? What, what Kang is that?" Like the cybernetic one, we didn't know who that was. It, and the theory was that it was the Scarlet Centurion. It was confirmed. Yes, that is the Scarlet Centurion. Yeah, I figured. So we have some more clarity of the three main Kangs we were focusing on in that end credit scene. Oh yeah. So um. So Zach, what say you on this theory? Okay, this theory may be a little bit more complicated. Because of how how Kang may be alive, the exile Kang may be alive as as nineteen twenties Kang, which is uh Victor Timely. Victor Timely makes sense because that is Kang's name in the comics. Yeah. Well, that's... to be specific, I mean the main Kang in the comics because uh, like there's a lot of variants. The main Kang from the main. 616 Earth in the comics is named Victor Timely. Like other Earths has like a Mortis, which is Nathaniel Richards, Iron Lad, Ramatut. So the main 616 Kang on in the Marvel Comics Earth is named Victor Timely. Yeah, because uh because from what because from what I've read, uh when I read furthermore about this uh theory, one of the one of the one of the actually I was gonna say one of them states that says that uh and and i quote courtesy of comicbook.com on that that when sylvie killed he who remains when and the sacred timeline just uh became the multiverse again i i think it would make sense uh on and that that the council of kings would be you know it, it would just make sense that they would be formed and uh just influencing many of its heroes like those and, and basically giving them a the best versions of their lives not knowing uh not knowing of what's to come yet but i mean hopefully we'll get an answer soon enough yep and i actually have two theories actually coming out of quantum mania so yeah, and i was gonna say i'm a, I, I was gonna say tommy don't you have uh, some theories you want to tell us i do so one of my thought of is i think quantum mania potentially which if marvel studios is careful and they're smart then they can legit use this theory it's like marvel if you're listening take some notes here so the movie could have just set up the a potential villain for the Fantastic Four, or just the Marvel Cinematic Universe in general. The villain from the comics known as Annihilus. Basically, in the comics, Annihilus is this creature, is this non-humanoid creature with power that's from like another realm. It's like hyper intelligent. Now in the movie, we see the smart ants get sucked into the quantum realm as well, which come to aid Hank Pym in the fight in the final fight against Kang in the movie. So what if one of the because we know they were stuck there for a thousand years. What if there was a conflict and one of them went rogue or went evil and had a change of heart? And then and that hyper intelligent ant that went rogue uses the technology to become a nihilist. 
They can change the realm he's from to be the quantum realm. And boom, we have a creature from another realm, hyper-intelligent, Annihilus. So we potentially have Annihilus. Ooh, that that would be very interesting, if, if you ask me. Zach, what say you? Yeah, I, I truly agree with Tommy, considering how the ants may have some socialism stuff. Ugh. I don't know how. Yeah, they were there for a thousand out. years for them. So, I mean, mm. a lot of stuff could have happened. So, it's like, it's just a theory. I have, like, nothing more. So, but in the end, that would be a pretty cool twist to reveal. Oh, Annihilus is is a variant, not a variant, is one of the smart ants. But also another theory I have ties into the second post credit scene, which we know is like Victor Timely, Loki, Mobius, like in like the 1930s and 40s. What other mo- what MC movie takes place around like around that same time period? Captain hmm. America, America the, the first Avenger. Avenger. Ooh. So could we see an appearance of Victor Timely potentially working with Red Skull, Arnim Zola, and maybe Howard Stark? What? Ooh. No way. Wait, wait what? No, I would say to the theory because Howard Stark was in Captain America the First Avenger working on tech, like that flying car he was working on. Maybe Victor Timely was an associate of his who then parted ways. Ooh. If that happens, I I I would flip. If we uh, imagine if then we get a cameo from Bucky from like a younger Bucky. That's wishful oh thinking God. right there. Yeah, that's but how insane right if there. you see any of those characters like Red Skull, Arnim Zola, Howard Stark, anyone from Hydra at that time. Oh, shit. Maybe even Peggy Carter. Ooh. But but, but as for Chris Evans, though, I don't... I'd say I, probably I wouldn't not. expect a cameo from him, but... No, that, expect that for, like, Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. That's the realistic expectation for him to come back. Yeah, and actually... Speaking of Avengers the Kang Dynasty, from from I believe Jeff Loveness uh stated in an interview with comicbook.com on the phase zero podcast. Like I said, you should check them out and feel like I'm giving them a, a cool plug. Um so, anyways, um, from what Loveness said in, in that interview, he has stated that he that he does not have any intentions on using the Fantastic Four or Blade. In Avengers: The Kang Dynasty, stupid if you ask me. Yeah. Although, although if you ask me on this one, I think it makes sense because if you think about it, for Avengers: The Kang Dynasty, and with the current state of the MCU's as heroes, that's going to cause an overhaul. That is a good point because, like, if we had like the Avengers, whatever's left of the Guardians, the rumor that now apparently Tom Holland is has signed a new contract and he's going to be the lead of Kang Dynasty which I'd be okay with that me too yeah but that begs the question and how does Spider-Man become part of the Kang Dynasty if he's taking up a leading role well I mean the Avengers do remember Spider-Man they remember working with Spider-Man they just don't remember what he looks like or that his name is Peter Parker so they Mm. still remember who he is but I was thinking maybe that it would make sense if they saved the Fantastic Four and Blade for Avengers Secret Wars, kind of like what they did with uh, with Hawkeye and Ant-Man for, uh, for Avengers Endgame. That is true. They could do that. 
that as well. But I, mean, I think uh, given the fact that also that plus Fantastic Four is supposed to come out in 2025 as well as Kang Dynasty, you think that's a lot of Fantastic Four in one year. Mm-hmm. I mean, then again, we don't know what could happen. Like, like Kevin Feige could step in and say, yeah, no, put Blade in the Fantastic Four and Kang Dynasty. Because in the end, Kevin Feige gets final say. Like, nothing has been finalized to our knowledge. Yes, that 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 definitely makes sense. But given that, but given that Michael Waldron, uh, who who recently wrote the script for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, is actually writing the script for Avengers Secret Wars. Given the fact that he is a big fan of the Fantastic Four, oh, they're going in there. They're yeah, they're one hundred. Yeah, it, it's a it's I think it's a hundred percent guarantee like, that he's going to write Fantastic Four in Secret Wars. Because also, if you read the Secret Wars. Worst comic run, like I said, well, mainly like the newer one that came out in 2015. I actually have read it. You can get it as a graphic novel. Like I read it. Mr. Fantastic is essential for defeating Dr. Doom in that. Because but if they're not. But the thing is that if they're going to use Kang the Conqueror as as the main villain for both Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars. I mean, I think you I think you would still find a way to make the Fantastic Four essential that is, yes, if because... they are if they are going to make Kang the Conqueror related to Mister Fantastic in the MCU, because because in the comics uh, they they are related, yeah. But we just don't but we just don't know what the MCU's version of Kang's real name is. He could be related to Iron Man. Who knows? But I'm sure we'll find out soon enough. We shall see. But also another rumor that's going around that's from uh well like this this rumor did happen a few months ago, but then it was debunked. But now, apparently, a reliable source is now reporting on it, saying that Secret Wars has now been, as ever since it's been announced, has ballooned into a much bigger project than they had thought, and they're scrapping Avengers Secret Wars to be for a two-parter. So, meaning Secret Wars will be split into two movies. So, meaning the multiverse saga could potentially end with an Avengers trilogy. Take this with a great... No, really? That would be awesome, but like, remember, this theory was going on a couple months ago, but then it got debunked. I would say, yes, it is coming from a reliable source, but take it with a grain of salt because, Mm -hmm. in the end, nothing is confirmed until it is out there. Until we get like an official confirmation from uh, from the crew over at Marvel Studios or even Kevin Feige himself, we're we're just running in the rumor zone here. Yeah, like the only like people believe like Nate Moore, Kevin Feige, uh, Victoria Alonso, all those people, like mm-hmm. they are the ones with with the authority to say like we don't even know who's directing Secret Wars because we know Destin Daniel Cretton who directed Shang Chi and Legend of the Ten Rings, love that movie by the way, so I have full faith in him, is going to be directing the Kang Dynasty, but we don't know who's directing Secret Wars. Hmm. Personally, given that one that it's the same boat as Infinity War and Endgame. I hope either Destin does direct Secret Wars, or if not, him and the director for Secret Wars will work together to write and will write the movies together. So we have like a coherent story. Cause like I just don't want to be in a Star Wars sequel trilogy situation where like it started out episode seven with uh, J.J. Abrams directing it. Then Last Jedi came out and it was directed by Ryan Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, and, Ryan Johnson. And he wanted to go a different direction from what J.J. Abrams had set up. So he started to go his way, but then it didn't do well. And then they brought J.J. Abrams back for Rise of Skywalker. And then he wanted to go differently from what Ryan Johnson did to try to go back to what he set up. But he had to like 
still incorporate what Ryan Johnson did. So it's in the end ended up leaving for like a, a weird, like, I guess like arts and crafts prod, like a, a kindergartner's arts and crafts project. And more like a scrapbooking. Thank you. Yes. That's a better analogy. A scrap, more like a scrapbooking of a project instead of like an official thing, which I think a yeah. story focus on that, like focus on telling a story. Don't focus on, yeah, and I think that's what Jeff Loveness is trying to do. For, Why don't you uh, plot the trilogy movie by movie? Yes. Like plan the trilogy totally as a whole that. thing. I agree. Or like I, plan it where, Loveness, where know where you want to start, know where you want to end. And this then is the starting point and this is the end point. Know those two and then work your way there. Take it one day at step at a time, but keep in that direction. Yes, exactly. And and I think that's what Jeff Loveness is trying to do. How do we get from point A to point B? Which because I think, I think that's what he was trying to do, like when he's writing the script for uh for Avengers the Kang Dynasty. I think he's trying to tell like like a really coherent story without like 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 squeezing in like too many characters and because I think that's like we I think that's what we kind of got during uh Infinity War, if I'm correct. Yeah. Yeah, I will say also because people are worried that Jeff Loveness is because that because he wrote Quantumania that he's writing Kang Dynasty. I'm like, guys, like yes, I will agree. Quantumania did have some things they could have done differently. Like the ending, I don't know who in their right mind thought that was a good idea to change it. Like I get like like some of the writing for Modok could have been better. Or like like I get it. I understand the issues people have with the movie. I agree with that. But in the end, it's not a bad movie. In the end, I think they're gonna learn from this. You got to keep in mind. Quantumania, he was probably res- restricted with what characters he could use. Like, he told, okay, you can have Modok, you can have Quaz, you get Kang, nobody else, that's it. So then it was more like, okay, so, like, Avengers, you can throw any character you want. Mm-hmm. Now we're dealing with the multiverse and time travel. Literally, even dead characters can come back. Like, we can get maybe a variant of Yondu, who knows? But yeah, it's um. But at this stage of the game, we don't even know what the uh, what the rest of the multiverse saga will be, because we got like like a ton of because we got a ton of projects between now and uh and the big and the big two Avengers movies are going to be coming out soon. Yeah, yeah I'm saying like because right now, what's next is a Secret Invasion. Yes, but but on the movie side, next one up. Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Which I'm excited for. And then in November, we have the Marvels. Which we found out recently that that the Marvels got delayed from July to November. And if you ask me on this one... I I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I think it's a good idea, too. Because if you think about it, I think Marvel Studios is really starting to realize that the... Quality over quantity approach is the better thing to do. Yeah, it's the better thing to do after uh, after Phase Four received some uh, some criticisms uh... and backlash. I think also oh, just because COVID too really delayed their plans, so I think they meant to have like a more spread out thing. Because then Phase Four it went by quick because it started a year later than it was supposed to. It was supposed to start in twenty twenty. Yeah, I think I think the reason being is that is that Marvel is that we actually got spoiled a lot by by Phase Four because with. Because with Marvel Studios like giving us a lot of projects, it's uh, and they also had, like with the rearranging schedules, they had to, like cut and rewrite certain scenes in other projects, like Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They had to cut some of Val's dialogue with John Walker because it would have mentioned Yelena. And at that point, Black Widow wasn't was coming out after 
Falcon and Winter Soldier. So they had to then cut her dialogue that would have spoiled it so they didn't spoil Black Widow. So that's why. So, uh, mm-hmm. But also, I agree, because even remember, the Infinity Saga took course over 10 years. Started in 2008, ended in 2019. 11 years, I'm sorry. 11 years, yeah. There's the thing, like, if you do like the math, but they originally wanted to end the Multiverse Saga in 2025, that's like an entire saga, three phases over the span of four years. And the amount of stuff they want out to get there would be too much. It's like when you fill up a, it's like when you fill a water balloon. Like there's only so much you can fill it up before it just breaks. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say, but if you ask me, Anna, I have that feeling that that some of the projects uh, that were going to be part of phase five, I would not be surprised if they uh if, if they get pulled into phase six. Yeah, because apparently Echo, Ironheart, and Agatha have been delayed to 2024, and they aren't coming out this year anymore. Yeah, but uh, but if Daredevil: Born Again is going to be uh, filming very soon, and uh, I'd say that's probably going to get a delay. I'm going to be honest I'd... because if Daredevil appears in Echo, if both Daredevil and Kingpin are in Echo, then Echo Hello? they're going to need to come out first. Yeah. Agatha and Ironheart, I have no idea when they're going to place those. Like, we don't even know when when Secret Invasion is coming out. We're getting close to the release date. We don't know when it's coming out. That's concerning. Oh, yeah. Uh, hold on a second. Oh, what's up? Nothing. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so... So as what we were saying um about what was I gonna say um so about so about the about the multiverse saga so far and from what we've seen so far in Quantumania, I just hope that that this will provide some like much clearer setup as to as to what we got from before. I agree. Like I will say, Jonathan Majors was great in, as Kang in Quantumania. Like Quantumania, I feel like if they hadn't changed the ending, it would have been much better. Mm-hmm. And also, I will say, because like, just go show back what we were saying about the Marvels being delayed from July to to November. November. I think that's a good idea. I could I because once again, quality over quantity, so they can focus on telling a big story. Because apparently, a rumor <sighs> seen is that apparently Kang's going to appear in this at some point, and there's going to be an it's going to end with an incursion of some sort. So um, so if that is true. Or something that's being considered, then yeah, you really, really need to think long and hard how you're going to make that work. Mm-hmm. Like in the end, okay, good. Also, I think maybe they're going back and they're fixing some criticisms people had about Ms. Marvel. Because come on, yeah. is one of the main characters. Like they did release that poster to coincide with the. They didn't even say the movie was delayed. They just released the poster and with the with the release date November on it. And the social media was changed to November. So they basically announced a delay without saying the movie's delayed. But yeah, that poster was sick, though. Yeah, I just thought it was good. I mean, I mean but I just hope. Yeah, but also, I would not be surprised if uh, if if Doctor Strange is, is like a, the, one of the main leads on this one. Because if he goes up against Kang, I mean. Him with the Book of Ashanti against maybe Kang if Kang does become the Beyonder. 
But also, why do I get the feeling that, that Doctor Strange is going to become the Iron Man of the multiverse saga? Oh, uh, uh, I think it's because they actually did. Actually, I did see a report yesterday that Doctor Strange 3 has been added to the release schedule, the third one. So, same with uh, Eternals 2 and uh, Shang-Chi 2, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes, Eternals 2, apparently, from what we've heard, is that it's going to happen, but it's not going to happen with Chloe Zhao directing, which, okay. I mean, you don't know who Chloe Zhao is. She directed the first one. I think also Eternals 2 also depends on Harry Styles as well, because for those of you who don't know, Harry Styles is in Thailand, I think, right now on a tour. So mm-hmm. it's more like you you can't do the sequel without Star Fox at this point. You set it up where he's going to be important. You need Eros there. Hmm. Yeah, but more importantly, I don't know how they're how Marvel Studios is going to uh, fit the Eternals into uh, the next two Avengers installments, but we'll I see. know because especially then there's also mm-hmm. the X Men too. Yeah, if you ask me, best to save the X Men for uh, for the next saga. Maybe the mutant saga, and then they can have the villain be Apocalypse. That, mm-hmm. that could work. I don't know, but I mean, yeah, like Shang Chi too. I think is going to be important because we don't know where those the rings were sending the beacon to like a lot of people thought we we're going to get that answer in quantum mania but nope no we didn't it was ended up we still don't know where which also i even made his absence in dr strange and the multiverse of madness even more questionable hmm. like that like he's a character i thought was 100 gonna be in that movie yeah I feel like Doctor Strange 3, that I think is going to be an important one, because I guess they're going to the Dark Dimension. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say the same thing, too, but uh, but we don't know if uh, we don't know if Sam Raimi will be back in the director's chair for that one. I just hope they fix the CGI a little bit for his for the third eye, because it looks kind of weird. It looked Ugh, like a Snapchat yeah. filter. Oh, my God. I, oh, my God. Now that I realize it, I think I think you may be on to something, Tommy. It looks like, it kind of looks like if you've ever seen, like, the YouTube channel Annoying Orange, it legit mm-hmm. looks like the same software they used to put the faces on the fruit. Well, ain't that a nostalgia thing? I mean, but it looks just like it. Like, I saw, like, a comparison, like, oh, my God, yeah. Like, it looks like they just copied, they took a Snapchat filter where they, like, copied your, his, Benedict Cumberbatch eye and just put it in his head. Like, they didn't, it didn't look like they actually took the time. Like, I've seen some Cyclops designs in movies that have looked much better. Like, add that a small version of that onto a human head boom yeah but uh but going back to uh to what we said before on quantum mania i mean the ending could have been uh, a little more better if they stuck with the with the original ending and i think what was i gonna say and i think tommy had something to say about that about the original ending because didn't that because wouldn't that be like a perfect setup for the for the young avengers if that were to yes. happen in the mcu like if you were to if you like listen to like our main spoiler review where we go in depth about the movie, our most recent episode, I basically said how yeah, like if the ending was different, which now we know the ending, this was the original ending, they could have used that to set the young Avengers up because it would have ended with Cassie, both her with her father and I guess I'm just gonna say stepmother at this point. Like Hope is essentially and Scott are essentially like married at this point. Like they're not married, so not. I don't even know. I but I'm like, like essentially like her stepmother, I guess, is what I'm going to say. Stuck in the quantum realm, unaware if they're dead or alive, even to the audience as well. 
Because that could have mm-hmm. been like a whole big moment that would have gotten people cheering. Yes, he's alive. Or, oh, shit, he's dead. In, um, in a Kang Dynasty. Because then, even if he did decide to kill him off and say, yeah, he's dead, it wouldn't have been off screen because we would have seen it happen. We just didn't have a definitive answer. But like, also, just, come to think of it, actually, something just hit me just now. Ooh, for yeah. the... For, if they are, if if Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars is, are going to have Spider Man play a huge part, then I would not be surprised if the if the Venom symbiote comes into play. Yes, I ho- I saw a theory about that. How maybe how cool be if Spider Man uses the symbiote to fight Kang to get a boost? Oh yeah, but, uh, a piece of the symbiote got left behind at the end of No Way Home. Mm-hmm. But back to what I was saying, if they had gone with this original ending. They could have set up the Young Avengers with Cassie recruiting people like Kate Bishop, and I guess like Kate Bishop, maybe maybe Eli Bradley, the potentially Ms. Marvel, mm-hmm. Chavez, like mm. Ironheart, like all these characters to form the Young Avengers. Ooh, now that comics, would be an interesting lineup. Because, like I've said before, in the comics, Cassie forms the Young Avengers when Scott dies. Instead of it being Scott dies. Scott's stuck in the quantum realm, unaware if he's dead or alive, him and Hope, and they can't get the portal open. So it's like, oh, we gotta go there. Then they can maybe meet Iron Lad, who's a variant of Kang, or they can fight, because they fight Kang in the comics, the Young Avengers, so they can fight a variant of Kang, one of the council members, and they just go from there. They could have done that. Also, I know one thing people are gonna be like, if they went with this ending, well then Scott would have been stuck in the quantum realm twice. That would have been the second Ant-Man movie in a row where it ends with Scott being stuck in the quantum realm. Good points. Okay, I'll give you that. But in the end, it would have been like a dark ending. It yeah, but, really I, cool. but I it think we'll talk more about that uh in a later episode. Yeah, uh, this is the mm-hmm. that was the original ending was the better ending. I don't know why they cut it. I would like to see that footage. Because if it was from a month, they probably have footage of it. And I don't know if it's completely 100% edited, but honestly, even if it is like an unedited, deleted scene, like some of the endgame ones, like Rocket isn't fully finished, the CGI for. So, um, I mean, like, I would like to see some of this footage. I would love to see it. Maybe for, like, the DVD bonus, like the original ending. Hope so. Just watch. Once that ending, if they do release it, then people are going to be petitioning Marvel to change the ending of Quantumania. Just watch them do that. I would not be surprised if it happens. Yeah, talking about yeah, the same people who That's also bought awesome. a billboard, paid money for a billboard to say, bring Iron Man back. Mm-hmm. But I think on top of that... um, I think we are running out of time. So, Zach, would you do the honors? Yep, all Zach, right. Take, take us out. Well, brother. that's all we have for this week. Uh, make sure to follow our podcast on Spotify and Instagram. And I we'll hope to see you on the other side of the multiverse and the quantum realm. Ciao. We'll see, we'll see you all next Ciao. episode. See you next episode. Bye bye.